This is Upon Further Review. Bulls play-by-play man Jim Lauk joins Derek Sharp to break down last week's game. And he's going all the way to the end zone. With extended highlights of all the key moments. Without further ado, it's Upon Further Review. What a game to recap. In fact, we will definitely tip past the normal half-hour point for this particular show, closer to 40 minutes because there were so many highlights. Now, Jim, I was not there. I was in the Virgin Islands calling women's basketball on Bulls Unlimited, but we were all keeping an eye on what was going on on a Saturday night at Raymond James Stadium. In fact, Jose Fernandez, as he was coming over to me after his team had just lost to Texas, he wasn't so concerned about that as he was about how the football team was doing. So I can tell you that everyone was watching. So on this show, I will sort of just drop in with a couple of things that I liked from what I saw, but you were there and you can give us the full report on how it felt coming in to this one. And of course, being there on a glorious, what turned out to be victorious, and season-extending Saturday night. Certainly a little bit of a different feel for this game with UCF not in town for the post-Thanksgiving regular season finale. But there were so many storylines in this game against Charlotte, we sure had enough to keep us busy. Of course, senior night, 15 Bulls seniors playing, we think, their last game at Raymond James Stadium. And this is the class that is going to be remembered for building the foundation and helping to turn this team around. No matter what happened in this game, there's been so much improvement this year. Bulls 5-6, and six, so they need one more win to get to a bowl game. And on this senior night, you couldn't help but think about guys like Donovan Jennings, who played in the last bowl game the Bulls were in in 2018. And he told us during the week, you know, I, I didn't really think enough about it when I played in that game because I thought I'd be back every year. And as it turned out, it took him five years to get back to postseason. Guys like Brian Norris, Daquan Evans, who had been here for years and never played in a bowl game. So a lot of emotion, a lot on the line. Bulls had never played Charlotte before. 49ers come in at 3-8. and eight. Totally different situation than the Bulls in that they really had nothing to lose in this game and nothing to play for. And we speculated in the pregame that we really might see some unusual things from Charlotte in this game because, unlike the Bulls, they had nothing to lose. And boy, it didn't take long for that to prove true as this game went on, especially in the first half. I think we forgot how much we enjoyed the home evening football games. We've had a lot of day games at home. Of course, the tradition of South Florida football in the earliest days of the program, every home game was Saturday night at 7 o'clock. And to get under the lights at Raymond James Stadium on a beautiful, warm evening to enjoy the fireworks and the flames and all the things you can do for atmosphere at night made it a lot of fun and helped make it a special atmosphere in this game. About 30,000 there. Of course, it was a big recruiting night as well, so a very important night for the future of Bulls football. And that one win... Just one win sitting out there to get you to 6-6 six and six and get you to bowl eligibility. And so important to win the coin toss. As it turned out, Charlotte took advantage of the coin toss. It did not start off great for the Bulls. And again, I was watching from afar and thinking, come on, let's, let's not let it go this way. So that's how things began in the first quarter. They, of course, started to shift. 
Here are, courtesy of Jim, along with Sam Barrington and Joy Johnston, your first quarter highlights. Charlotte is dreadful on third downs. 25% success rate, 39 out of 156. They have a third and four. Ivy to throw, short drop under pressure, screen pass caught by Bangda. He's got the first down and more. 49ers marching the ball down the field. They're going quick now, and here's a run up the middle. It's Wilson, and he is inside the five, stretching for the end zone. Got to the one where it will be first and goal. 18 yards on that carry. Bulls trying to get their personnel set here on first and goal from the one. Joshim Bangda, the running back, he gets the carry, he gets the touchdown, he runs it up the middle for two yards, and Charlotte marches the ball down the field on the Bulls to take an early lead in Tampa. Onside kick, and it sails completely out of bounds. Boy, that was a bizarre kick. Usually you're running it along the ground trying to get the high bounce that one went up in the air off the foot of the kicker and went straight out of bounds on the Charlotte sideline well we said earlier Charlotte has absolutely nothing to lose you might see some stuff tonight that was the first one right there a very unusual onside kick South Florida with the ball at the Charlotte 20 and a third down coming up designed run it's Brown picking his way forward he got close and a second effort right at the end gets him the first down looked like he was going to be near the marker by the time the whistle blew he was a yard beyond it five yard pickup first and ten on the Charlotte 15 third down becomes even more difficult third down and 17 from the 22 Charlotte jumped again but got back that left side of the line for Charlotte has jumped a couple of times. Bulls snap. Here's a throw. Great catch by Terry, and he's got a first down at the one. A bullet from Byron Brown, and Yusef Terry reached out with his right hand and pulled it in. Bulls convert third and long. Now it's first and goal at the one. And tackled behind the line of scrimmage is Naquan Wright back at the four. The Bulls lost three on that. Big play here. Third and goal from the four. Snapped before Brown was ready. He bobbled it, kept it. Now puts his head down and gets to the one-yard line on a run. And the Bulls are keeping the offense out there. Bulls have gone on fourth down frequently this year. They're 18 of 43. 42%. They need a full yard here on fourth and goal. Right is the running back. Brown is over center. Pitch to the right. Right is going to throw and it's broken up incomplete. So they tried to have Wright throw the ball to Wolf and it was knocked down and Charlotte hold. Believe it's going to be fourth down and about a yard from the Charlotte 10-yard line. Remember we said they've got nothing to lose? They might be going for it from their 10. Yeah, but they USF, need half a yard. They need to watch the ball too, Jim. Ivy, they snap it, and Ivy's going to throw downfield, and it is caught, but was he inbounds? No, and the Bulls are going to get the ball on Charlotte's 10-yard line. Kelly Joyner is the running back. 
And Brown to throw into the end zone. Touchdown, South Florida. Sean Atkins chasing 1,000. He just picked up 10 more there, and the Bulls are on the board. And just like that, USF made Charlotte just kind of eat their words, or better yet, eat their call, because, you know, Byron Brown, when they get going, he threw an absolute dart to Sean Atkins, who was sitting in the back of the end zone. Looks like he ran a, a dig. Uh, a type of dig route where he just kind of ran straight, made it a, 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 a cut in left, and he was just running in the back of the end zone. What a catch and throw by 20, those two men. 20th touchdown pass of the year for Byron Brown. Cannon for the extra point. And the Bulls have tied it up. Bangda is the running back. Four carries, 10 yards, and a touchdown for him. He gets the call on first down, and he will be stopped behind the line of scrimmage at the 24. D.J. Harris leading the charge for the Bulls. It's a loss of one on the play. Chance to get off the field here. Third down and 11 from the Charlotte 24. Ivy to throw. Deep drop, setting up a screen. He's got a man, and he is drilled at the 24-yard line. Daquan Evans upended Malik Baker well short of the first down, and the punt team is coming on for Charlotte. A really sure tackle by Daquan. Second and seven. Brown throwing the other way, and it is picked off. What a great interception, and fortunately, Dantes Fagan couldn't keep his feet. Otherwise, he would have scored on a pick six, but it is a turnover, and Charlotte will have the football in South Florida territory. You got to have that type of awareness to see when a guy is sitting on top of a route like that. And he, it was intended for Brown Stevens, and initially the guy just got a hand in there and batted it out, but the way the ball bounced, he was able to kind of lean forward and just catch it. Jet sweep, and Dwayne Thomas will not get back to the line of scrimmage. He will be tackled by Jonathan Ross back at the 41. That's a loss of five on the play. Ivy rolling to the right, being chased, gets it to Wilson, and he is going to be dragged down right at the line of scrimmage, setting up a third down and long. That's Jonathan Ross again, back-to-back. -back. Good plays by him. Yeah, you talk about guys who, you know, show up tonight and who are ready to play play for themselves, you know, or just put it all on the field as a senior. And he's showing very early signs of having an amazing game today. Graduate transfer, a guy who's done a lot uh, across his career, but obviously came here to USF with the intent to finish his career off the right way. He's having a great night so far. So as we said, it did not start well. And if the Bulls were playing a team that didn't, quote unquote, have nothing to lose, maybe it's even a little bit more tricky because, of course, the onside kick, even though the Bulls did not take advantage getting to the one-yard line, the field position may shift the other way. And definitely the drive start at the opponent 10 doesn't happen if the 49ers didn't have nothing to lose. Actually, the second quarter would not end great for the Bulls. There was a chance to put it away. But before it got to that point, a lot, including a trick play of their own that the Bulls did, some Michael Dukes action, Seniors left and right getting in on the act on senior night. That was part of the many wonderful aspects of this game. Extended highlights from the second quarter. Now, upon further review. Brown with the hand clap almost drew Charlotte offside. Now they snap it. Decent protection. Brown unloads. And Atkins with a nope, didn't pull it in. 
diving effort at the 35 would have been enough for the first down but couldn't get that ball off the turf it's incomplete and it is fourth down yeah that was an amazing catch Jim I mean he laid out for it towards USS sideline and really pulled that thing in now get this the fans are booing that they're pulling the offense off the field I think they want him to look at that play I think they're saying that Atkins caught that ball and they are going to review it headsets off let's see what we got after further review the ruling on the field stands fourth down so the 49ers moving the ball for the first time since their opening drive started on the eight now on their 46. This is Wilson and he is chopped down at the line of scrimmage might have lost a yard. Daquan Evans with the play that's the Bulls fourth tackle for loss. Yeah, Daquan Evans is a guy ever since he was a you know young pup here on this defense. You can tell that he had a knack for contact and you know he's just always been a guy that you've seen make plays on this defense and he just came in with a head full of steam. It was a design blitz for him to come off the right side of the line and he hit the guy low brought him down behind the line of scrimmage second and 11 here's Ivy throwing over the middle and it is picked off by the Bulls at the 35 yard line Logan Berryhill he got two INTs early this year then had a dry spell that's his third it comes on an overthrow by Ivy and the Bulls get the takeaway yeah how about Logan Berryhill you know, a senior, right? You have three interceptions your senior year, but that's definitely something to be happy about. And he struggled at times this year, especially in coverage. Didn't have a great game last week, but how about the opportunity to bounce back and make a play? He was sitting in cover two, so he didn't have to move much. The ball was overthrown to the receiver. And he just kind of sat there and he brought it in. A great job by Logan Berryhill. Tight end in motion. Quick toss. It's Atkins near sideline. Fights his way forward to the 38. Gain of three. Pulls to the line quickly. Ready to go. Here's Brown flaring it out to Atkins. He's going to throw it. He's got Joyner. And Joyner is going to score. 62 yards. The high school quarterback, Sean Atkins, put it right on a dime to Joyner. And the Bulls lead for the first time tonight. <laughs> Seniors making plays, Jim, and we expected Sean Atkins to come here and be the epicenter of this offense and have all the receiving yards. There he is on the other end making a 62-yard pass to Kelly Joyner, another senior who's put so much into this university, had a few opportunities to leave, but he stayed here and stayed here at the university that gave him a chance to be a star, and he's so special of an athlete. Great job of those guys. Sean Atkins is three for three on those type of throws. End over end kick is returnable. Taken at the five. Coming up the far side of the field and Thomas is hit before he gets to the 20. Good special teams coverage by the Bulls. And it'll be first and 10 for Charlotte on their 18 yard line. That was Jamie Petway, the former FAU Owl, leading the charge for the Bulls. Well, another senior, Jim, and a linebacker at that. And I just love to see linebackers making plays on special teams. So the Bulls need nine here on third down, 545 left in the half. Brown to throw, flares it out. It is caught. And breaking tackles, getting through and getting the first down out past the 40 is Atkins. 
So Atkins, that looked like it might get stopped well short of the marker, but he broke a couple of tackles. He got all the way out to the 41 for 15 yards. Here he is again. Near sideline, he takes it up to the 49. That's eight more for Atkins, who now has 45 receiving yards tonight, 55 short of 1,000. And Byron Brown now with 98 yards passing, so he has set the record for most passing yards in a season by a South Florida quarterback, 2,923, breaking the record shared by Matt Grothy and Quinton Flowers. Big play for the Bulls defense here. Third down and three from the Charlotte 17. Wide receiver in motion. Ivy flares it out. It is incomplete at the 15-yard line, trying to get it to Dwayne Thomas. Bulls had coverage right there, and it's fourth down, and the punt team's coming out. Another stop for the Bulls' defense. Yeah, really tight coverage by Braxton Clark, Jim. And, you know, again, you talk about those corners making plays on the perimeter. I believe he was in cover two right there on the outside. And the thing that corners like about cover two, they don't have to cover much ground, especially when nobody's coming in their zone and they can break fast and make a play on the ball. Handoff. It's Michael Dukes, and he's into the secondary, picks up a block, crosses the 50, gets inside the 40 and out of bounds after a big run for a Bulls first down. First carry of the day for Dukes goes for 21 yards on the 35 of Charlotte, first and 10. Here's Dukes again, and he's got good yardage again to the 28. That's a seven-yard pickup. Here's Dukes. He's got the first down, gets to the 19. That's a nine-yard pickup. Dukes gets six on the carry, and he gets the call again here, and Michael Dukes carrying the load. He's got seven more to the six-yard line. Dukes has a quick 50 rushing yards, first and goal from the six. Why not? Dukes again trying to get wide left. He gets inside the five before being tripped up. 57 seconds left in the half. Second down and goal from the four. Brown to throw. He wants Joyner. He's got him. Touchdown, South Florida. That's six for the Bulls. Byron Brown for Kelly Joyner. And the Bulls up double digits in the final minute of the first half. Yeah, Jim, I'm starting to get a little jealous that I didn't play for Coach Golish because you can see that he's finding a way to be very inclusive of his seniors in today's in today's game. And how about Kelly Joyner? He wasn't a guy that was available early in this season because of injury. You didn't see a lot of them last year, but how about him? Two touchdowns today, two receiving touchdowns for a running back at that. Very happy for this young man on senior night. 19 seconds left in the half. Bulls leading 21 to 7. Ivy moves his tight end to the right side. Looking long downfield. Can't find anything flushed out of the pocket. Dumps it off short. It's intercepted by the Bulls at the 35-yard line. Nine seconds left in the half. It's Daquan Evans. If he gets around the corner, he might get all the way in. Evans is going to go to the end zone. There is a flag down. Evans scores. Zeros on the clock, but we're going to have to wait for the flag. It brings to mind the Augie Sanchez interception for score with zeros on the clock at halftime. 
Evans just replicated it, but there is a flag down at the 19-yard line. What a run back, but we'll see if it stands up or not. <laughs> we talked about it in the pregame, right? Does senior night give you the extra effort? During the return, personal foul, illegal blindside block, intercepting team, 15-yard penalty from the spot of the foul, first down. South Florida. So we hit halftime. First of all, it was great to see the Bulls win the opening coin toss, wasn't it? That broke a streak of quite a few games where they had lost it, so they were able to defer. It was a little startling when Charlotte got the ball and just marched it down the field for a 71-yard touchdown drive. The Charlotte team only averaged 17 points per game, only about 315 yards per game. So it was not the start we thought we'd see when Charlotte just almost effortlessly drove the ball down the field on the Bulls and took a 7 to nothing lead. But then the Bulls came back and we saw some of those unusual play calls that we thought about. The onside kick early from Charlotte, which sailed straight out of bounds, gave the ball to the Bulls with great field position and really maybe the oddest play call we've seen in many, many years. Fourth and one from the Charlotte 10-yard line, and the 49ers go for it. And not only do they go for it in such a high-risk situation, but they go with a very low percentage pass, a long pass down the field near the sideline. It was actually caught, but it was out of bounds. Bulls took over on downs on the Charlotte 10-yard line, and they scored a touchdown on the very next play. So a tremendous gamble by Biff Pogge and the Charlotte coaching staff, and it really came back to Burnham and helped the Bulls build this first-half lead. 21-7 at the break, and the Bulls would get the ball to start the third quarter, and you felt pretty good because... Charlotte's offensive woes are, are pretty significant. They have been all year. They didn't look like a team that had enough firepower to come back from two scores back, even though there was a lot of football left to play. But the Bulls were definitely in command. They're pulling out a few stops as well, including the Sean Atkins touchdown pass to Kelly Joyner. That was a thing of beauty. So you're going into the break with the Bulls up 14. It was hard to not count down the time in this one closer and closer to a bowl game. You knew there was a lot of football left to play, but at the break, everything was going the Bulls' way. So much so, it's almost like Charlotte was cooperating because remember when we played for you the beginning of the game where the winning the coin toss didn't work out? Well, the backside of that is you get to start the second half off with the ball. The Bulls did great, and even though Charlotte had an answer, the rest of the game was all... Bulls. In fact, the fourth quarter did not have many highlights in it, and that's because the 49ers were just running it, which was perfect. Like I said, it's almost like they were along for the ride. The trick plays didn't work, and then they at some point decided it was South Florida's night. You hear plenty of seniors making plays as the second half highlights. It was a quick second half, the probably fastest half of all season, which was great considering we wanted to speed up what with the margin and all. A lot of special moments as called by Jim, Sam, and Joe. Charlotte scored on their first possession in the first quarter. The Bulls have run off 21 in a row since then. Here's Brown to throw. Long going to Chaffray Brown, and he will be the recipient of a penalty. It's Balfour. 
tied up with Brown, and that'll be a penalty flag on Charlotte. Here's Brown to throw again. Long downfield. Got a man caught at the 20-yard line. Into the open field is Jaden Alexis. He will score. 60 yards. Brown to Alexis. And the Bulls are running away from Charlotte. Yeah. So many seniors have made plays today. Jaden Alexis is not one. He'll be back with this team next year. He's only a junior. But I like the pirouette he did in the middle of the field maybe about five yards after he actually made the catch. Everybody's expecting him to go right, turned around and went the opposite way and was able to walk that ball into the end zone. Third touchdown pass of the night, 22nd of the year for Byron Brown. Johnson will throw, hit as he throws, but he stands in, he gets it to Jarris Mack who breaks the tackle and runs it the length of the field for a touchdown. 47 yards. The red shirt freshman making his college debut, Steven Johnson, stood in against pressure, delivered a nice ball, and then Jarris Mack broke a tackle for his second touchdown of the year. Fielded at the three by Hill. He's going to return it, and he's got a seam. He's up the near sideline. Matthew Hill to the 50, and finally dragged down at the Charlotte 45-yard line. He almost broke it. Randy Franklin with a touchdown-saving tackle. <laughs> hey, just another senior to tackle on that list of guys who are making plays. And Matthew Hill didn't start his career here at USF. He was a transfer who came in and played a lot of football early in his time here at USF. And, you know, they made a changeup when they put him on the kick return unit. But he's the perfect guy for it, and you just hate that he didn't play that position more of his time here because very physical, obviously plays the safety position, but his speed is what sets him apart from many players. Atkins in motion. They're going to flare it to him, makes the catch, gets to the 40 and down to the 30. That's about 16 yards. Brown now 16 of 22 for 178. Brown fakes the handoff, keeps it. And boy, the strength of Byron Brown fighting his way forward to the 22. I don't know how he got seven out of that, but he did. After further review, replay has confirmed. Personal foul, targeting with the crown of the helmet. Number 13 has been disqualified for the remainder of the game. Defensive back Isaiah Hazel is shown the door. Brown over the middle, caught. Chaffray Brown at the five. He's short of the first down, but the Bulls got a lot of the yardage, 16 yards. It's third and four at the five. Good snap, good hold, plenty of distance, and it's good. So the Bulls add to their lead here. It's 31 to 14. Here's an onside kick by South Florida, and the Bulls are saying they've got the ball. How about that? Charlotte with the onside kick in the first half. The Bulls in the second half say, I got one better. <laughs> and I think they've got the football. Looks like South Florida did recover it. Josias Young came out of the pack with it. Holy cow. It looks like they might have blocked the Charlotte guys out and kind of created a nest around the ball. Midway point of the third quarter. Bulls leading by 17. Here's Brown on a keeper. Cuts it inside. Gets to the outside. He's got room. 10-5. Touchdown by Brown. 35 yards. And that ball game is getting closer every minute tonight at Raymond James Stadium. <laughs>
Byron Brown really made that look so easy. You know, it was an option play where he has the option to hand it off to the running back. But if the defensive end commits and goes after the running back, he's going to pull it and run. So from that point, he just faked a guy in the middle of the field as if he would throw that guy bit for it. And from there, it was a house call. And he's such a good runner. And with this bowl game coming, Jim, he, he may creep into the thousand yard rushing, you know, category as well. So that's something that we'll have to keep an eye out for. Well, Charlotte is just acting like they're ready to turn the lights out. They're taking a lot of time out there, keeping the ball on the ground and watching the time melt away on their 2023 season. Well, I think this is also an opportunity for Charlotte just to give their young quarterback who's obviously going to fight for a spot to start at quarterback for Charlotte next year. They just want to give him some rep. Johnson to throw. Pressure coming. Throws it off. Balance picked off by the Bulls. Coming back the other way. Crossing the 50. And it goes out of bounds on a fumble. It's going to be South Florida ball on the interception. It's Mac Harris. He's been all around the ball, led the nation at one point in recovered fumbles. He gets the third pick of the day here for the Bulls. Mac Harris is one of those seniors who didn't get the nod at the starting linebacker position at the beginning of the season. DJ Gordon got it. He's the more athletic guy. He's more of an asset in the passing game. But Mac Harris just kind of stayed solid and kept his toes on the ground. And now he's been one of the marquee pieces of this defense here over the past few weeks, always making plays. Here's Brown to throw. He's got a man. It's Weston Wolf, and Wolf gets all the way down to the 15-yard line. Big play on first down, 29 yards. First down, South Florida. They're going to mark it on the 12. And we'll see if the Bulls can tack on three more here late third quarter. So a 31-yard attempt, plenty of distance, and Cannon is two for two on the night. Bulls will have the ball on their 40-yard line, first and 10, as we start quarter number four. And a first down pass. This is caught. Naeem Simmons makes his first catch, makes a couple of men miss, working hard to cross the 50, and he'll get to the Charlotte 45-yard line for a South Florida first down. Michael Dukes runs it up the middle and he gets nine to the 35 second and one Dukes again again up the middle breaks through into the secondary and gets spun down at about the 21 14 more yards for Dukes who's up to 77 Bulls keeping the clock moving and moving the football as well Dukes again right up the middle just gets tripped up at about the seven almost got that ball in the end zone. Dukes again, same play right up the middle, this time diving for the end zone. No signal yet. You can hear the on the field as the runner was down, part of the ball breaking the play at the goal line. Second down. Waiting for those officials to put the arms up, and they never did. That's why I was waiting. It's second and goal from the one. Brown to throw. One-handed catch, touchdown, South Florida. Naeem Simmons from one yard out. Brown gets his fourth touchdown pass, his 23rd of the year. 12 minutes, 45 seconds to go to bowl eligibility. It's 47 to 14. Yeah, I, <laughs> I tell you what, Jim, I mean, 
I really appreciate the plan that Coach Golish had for his running backs today. All three guys making a heavy contribution out of the backfield. Kelly Joyner with two touchdowns. Michael Dukes closing in on 100 yards, and we've seen Naquan Wright pretty much all day, all throughout the game. And again, he made sure that all of those guys, all guys who are no longer be with this program next year because they're, they're going to be graduating, he makes sure they all got the opportunity to touch the ball, and that's not an easy thing to do. But in this situation, this last play, congratulations to Naeem Simmons with a touchdown. Cannon's extra point is good. This is the most points the Bulls have scored in a conference game since 2017. It's 48 to 14 South Florida second and goal from the seven yard line Johnson rolling out to the left and he is sacked ball pops out Bulls recover coming down the far sideline Petway forced the fumble and going all the way downfield inside the 20 yard line for the Bulls is Tavin Ward the Bulls recover the fumble Johnson took a big hit. The previous play has been reviewed. Replay has determined that the runner was down prior to the ball coming out. It'll be third down. From the 10 yard line, fourth and goal. So an empty backfield for Trexler Ivy. Looking to throw. Pressure coming, rolls out to the left. Looking, looking, looking. Now unloads out of the back of the end zone. Incomplete. Fan almost made the catch. Hands it off. It's Yesias Young, former walk-on that earned a scholarship last year. He's going to get a couple yards. Six wins. They're going to go four and four in the conference, and they're going to be bowl eligible. Bulls just patiently watching the clock run. Yesias Young into the line, pushes it forward. Gets to midfield for a gain of four, and that should be the final play of the 2023 regular season. The South Florida Bulls are six and six. They're bowl eligible for the first time since 2018 as they dismantle Charlotte tonight. 48 to 14 Sam what a great accomplishment for this team. <laughs> I mean it's no secret right I graduated from here so you know aside from looking at this from an analyst's standpoint and how special it is for Michael Kelly to go out search the nation had an opportunity to bring a few different guys into this program but found coach Golis coming off an amazing year was a got an award as obviously one of the you know the best you know assistant coach in the country and you know a lot of people scratch their heads why this guy but Michael Kelly made a great hire in Golish and from day one right he set the tone for this program these kids didn't play for the last coach they play for Golish right and so to be an alum this is also something that feels amazing to see. It was great that this was a no-doubter as the Bulls just expanded the lead, had it very much in control, and by midway through the third quarter, Charlotte was running the ball. They looked like they wanted to get the clock down and finish their season and get home. So there was no drama late in this game. The Bulls had things wrapped up pretty early, and that was a nice place to be with so much on the line. Another great game from Byron Brown. Four touchdown passes, one touchdown run. 
Now 3,078 passing yards, the all-time single-season record at South Florida, surpassing Matt Grothy and Quinton Flowers, who had been tied for that mark. Sean Atkins didn't get his 1,000 yards, but he's got another game to try to get it. He needs 39 more. And all in all, just a dominating performance by the Bulls. The defense played well, and the offense showed a lot of flair with some exciting plays, some tricks stuff. They pulled the onside kick as well and were successful on it, and they go on to the win. Just a great, great night for the Bulls' senior class, for the fans that have been waiting for so many years to get back into the postseason. And how about the coaching job of Alex Golish and his staff? 1-11 to 6-6 is not an easy thing, and got a chance to get that seventh win now in a bowl game. It keeps the team together. They'll be practicing for the next couple weeks. That's something you really can't put a value on. It's so important as they try to rebuild this program. We'll find out in a few days who, what, when, and where. A lot of people want that matchup against UCF in Tampa at the Gasparilla Bowl. It might happen. The Knights are bowl eligible as well. They got their sixth win over the weekend. So we'll see if that series will resume or if the Bulls will hit the road and maybe go to someplace exotic for their first bowl game since 2018. All in all, though, just a a great, great finish to the regular season. We loved everything. Every minute of it in the broadcast booth. And can't wait for the next game against whoever, whenever, and wherever. And the best part about all of that, and I'm sure a lot of people feel the same way, one more upon for the review for this season. It's been a while. In fact, I'm pretty sure we did not do one on the Gasparilla Bowl in 2018. We'll definitely be back for one more episode. It was fantastic to watch. And hear those highlights again. Thank you all for listening to Upon Further Review. For Jim Lauk, I'm Derek Sharp. This is Bulls Unlimited.